Hello, and welcome to the Be Prepared podcast, a training podcast for Girl Scouts of Western Ohio volunteers. I'm Abby Naylor, and today we are going to talk about our Girl Scout founder and her birthplace that has been turned into a fascinating museum which you and your troop can plan to visit. According to the Juliet Gordon-Lowe Birthplace website, it was from this very home that she made the famous phone call that marked the beginning of Girl Scouts in 1912, proclaiming, I've got something for the girls of Savannah and all of America and all the world, and we're going to start tonight. I do have two special guests with us today, Shannon Browning Mullis, who is the executive director of the famous JGL Birthplace, and also Chelsea Smith, a program manager here in the Western Ohio Council. Um, so welcome, thank you both so much for joining us. We're thrilled to talk with you. Um, Shannon, could you tell us a little bit more about your position as the executive director of Juliet Gordon Low Birthplace? Sure, it is, it is a fun and exciting job, I have to say. Uh, it, it's an honor to be able to work here at the Juliet Gordon Low Birthplace and to tell the story of the founding of Girl Scouts and the founder of Girl Scouts. So uh, my job is, is fairly typical for a museum director. I oversee um, the building and in its maintenance and uh, our tours and interpretation and exhibitions and all those exciting things. But of course, uh, I do all that because my staff is amazing and I spend most of my time relying on them and their brilliance and their expertise. Um, and I get to see excited and exciting girls come through the house all the time. And uh, anytime I'm tired or unmotivated or frustrated, I go downstairs and uh, just listen in to those Girl Scout conversations and I get to hear uh, fun and exciting things from the girls who are going to change the world. So it's a pretty nice place to be. I love it. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about like the types of exhibits or things that you know people might see if they come to um, the museum? Sure. So uh, the Juliet Gordon-Low Birthplace is a historic house museum which means it is literally a home. Uh, it's the home where Juliet was born uh, and where she mostly grew up. It was the home of first her grandparents and then her parents, um, and then later her, her siblings as adults. So what you see in the house today is very much how they were living in about 1886, which is the year she got married here at the house. All the major events in, in Juliet's life took place here. So you really walk through the spaces and think about, you know, how did the family live during this time and what was the environment like? I think, you know, we can read and we can look at pictures and we can have ideas, but there's something different about being in a space and feeling the atmosphere and seeing the lighting um, that really brings a story to life. And that's what you can experience here at the birthplace. I love it. So could you tell us what you are most excited about in the museum, what your favorite part is, or like the most interesting part of the tour? You know, I mean, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but I can tell you my two favorite things. Because uh, one is, is part of uh, Juliet's life and one is, I think, part of our future. So uh, in Juliet's bedroom, we have uh, this series of, of art that she created it is either created by her or she's the subject of. And, and I just love seeing her talent, but also uh, we have a painting of her in the act of sculpting. And it's kind of an unguarded moment where I think, I think Juliet was really specific about how she shared herself with the world, you know, how she portrayed herself and what her identity was. But this moment is kind of a sneak peek into like who she is when no one's watching. So I really love that image. Um, but in, in our orientation space, which is where we welcome our visitors in and start our tour, we also have a bulletin board. 
And there's a question on the board that changes pretty much every day. And then there are index cards that our visitors answer the question with and then post their answer. And these girls surprise me every time. Uh, you know, when you ask them, like, what's your dream or, or what's your favorite character or, or any question, um, I think I know what the most common answer is going to be, but I'm always surprised. I love it. Um, so could you tell us what the most interesting Juliet Gordon-Low fact or story that people might not know is until they come to the museum or something that might surprise them? So I would say there are many, but I can tell you one that I am intrigued by at the moment. Um, so we all know that Juliet spent quite a bit of time in England, uh, and she organized a couple of Girl Guide troops in England and Scotland before she founded Girl Scouts. And the Girl Guide troop that she founded in Scotland um, was from a community where a lot of the girls at a pretty young age had to go to the city and start working in factories because the, the financial assistance was needed by their families. And so she worked with them uh, to help them learn how to spin and uh, make other handicrafts and then helped market those crafts so that they could use that money to stay home uh, and, and continue to be part of Girl Guides and, and likely to continue their education. And I'm really intrigued by the idea of Juliet Lowe as a labor organizer and what that means and how that changed the lives of these particular girls. So I would say that is a, a probably gross simplification of the story, mm -hmm. but it's something that I want to learn more about and think more about the impact of. I love it. Um, you know, we think about it now that we want to empower girls to be entrepreneurs and, um, you know, it seems like such a new idea, but it's not, you know, Juliet proved it that, you know, that was her goal. She wanted to lead those girls. Um, I love it. So um, we know that Founders Day, her birthday is coming up. So could you talk about maybe some ways that troops could celebrate or commemorate um, Juliet Gordon-Lowe's birthday on Founders Day? Sure. So, you know, one thing that we think a lot about is how Juliet was an amazing woman. Uh, she was interesting and she was different and she was brave. And she was the founder of Girl Scouts. But she wasn't the only founder of Girl Scouts, right? Girl, the Girl Scout movement is huge and it spread quickly. And she relied on the expertise and brilliance of many women and many girls uh, to grow this movement until it spread all over the world. So I would encourage girls to take a moment to investigate an early Girl Scout leader in their own communities uh, and what their lives were like and how they furthered the movement closer to home. I love that. That is such a good idea. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and we do know that a lot of troops like to visit the or want to plan to visit the Juliet Gordon Lowe birthplace um, and that they also use their product program proceeds to fund their trip. Um, could you tell us how far in advance that they should plan their visit and what they could expect um, while planning their visit? Sure. Uh, so one thing I would say is absolutely take a look at our pre-visit checklist on our website. It really walks you through the process and make sure that there's nothing you're forgetting and that you're prepared. Um, but we open reservations six months out, and I would encourage you to make your reservation as early as possible, particularly if you're looking to come in June or on a holiday weekend or week. Um, those times book out really quickly as soon as they open. But I will say that July is equally available and you were also out of school in July. So you don't all have to come in June, you can mix it up. Uh, and we would love that. 
But yeah, if you really want to come in June, I would say when we open those reservations in December, you really want to be some of the first people to click. Perfect. Thank you so much for that advice. Um, and we know, you know, our council is in Western Ohio. So a lot of our listeners will be coming anywhere from um, 700 miles, you know, roughly 700 miles or so away. So Chelsea, um, you are our expert in Western Ohio on the trip planning on our end. Could you walk us through a little bit about the troop trip notification form um, that troops need to submit to us and the process that they need to take to plan their trip? Absolutely. So, um, when you're looking for your troop trip and activity notification form, first of all, you're going to want to go to our website, gswo.org. Um, and then under the volunteers tab, if you scroll through there, you should see a part that says for volunteers and then um, a forms and documents page. Once you get there, you're wanna, going to want to scroll all the way down to the bottom where it says troop resources. Um, do, 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 do. I might be wrong on that one, uh, but there should be a form somewhere in there that says the troop trip and activity notification form. So you'd go ahead and click on that. And that's an online form um, where you can submit your trip plans. Um, so for trips that are um, extended trips. So if you're taking a trip five nights or more, you're going to want to make sure you fill this out six months prior to the trip, or if it's an international trip, which this would not be um, also six months prior, but um, our day trips that are more than 100 miles, which would not be to Savannah from Ohio, but overnight trips, one to four nights, more than 100 miles, which would be or high risk, um, you're going to want to submit that one month prior to the trip. Um, and when you go through there, there is going to be a lot of information that you're going to want to fill out. Um, a lot of it's really simple information, like the name of the troop leader, your troop number, how many girls are coming, all of that information. Um, but things that you're, you're going to want to pay attention to are um, if you're going to do anything else while you're in Savannah. Um, so just going on... Um, the tour of the historic Julia Gordon Lowe homestead um, might not end up having any high risk things. But while you're in Savannah, because there's a lot of things to do there, um, I know a lot of people I've seen go on dolphin tours um, and go to, I think there's a science center and do carriage rides. You're just going to want to make sure that if there's anything high risk in there, you mark that. Um, that way we can follow up with you later. Once you float the entire form, what's going to happen is that's going to notify someone from our customer care department, and then they will send it to the appropriate program manager for the region you're from. So if you're in the north, you're going to get a program manager from the north. If you're in the central region, so Lima or Dayton, you're going to get me. And then if you're in the south, you're going to get um, one of the two Southern program managers. And then from there, they're going to reach out to you and they're going to let you know what information they need from you. Do they need additional insurance from you? And they'll go through that process with you. Are they going to need certificates of liability insurance? So if you are doing those high risk things while you're out there, or if you're using a vacation rental, that's something that we need to know. Um, and then depending on um, time frame, it might get approved very quickly, or it might take a little bit longer, just depending on if things are open. Um, I know a lot of times when people go on the dolphin tours, um, they end up 
submitting it when it's not open yet, so they might not hear from them. So just give us time um, to, to make sure that your trip is approved too. But other than that, it's a pretty easy process. Just make sure you're keeping up with your email and sending those things in. And if you have questions, just make sure to contact us. But that's really it for um, submitting your troop trip form. And that's the process there. So that's what I have for that. Any other questions? Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And as Shannon mentioned, um, they do need, you know, that notification six months in advance. So that's a good time to submit your troop trip notification form to us as well, get that all taken care of and to plan your trip. Um, and so Shannon, that actually leads me to another question. Besides the birthplace, are there any other Girl Scout related places nearby or even activities that you think that troops should do when they're uh, visiting? Absolutely. So Savannah, uh, as the home of the Girl Scout movement, is a place uh, with Girl Scout history all over the place. So it's also beautiful, which doesn't hurt. But a few significant places, uh, certainly visit the Juliet Gordon-Low birthplace, but also the first headquarters. Uh, it is owned by the local Girl Scout Council, Girl Scouts of Historic Georgia, and it is open for visitors as well. It's a small museum, um, and I would definitely recommend visiting there. Uh, you can visit Juliet Lowe's uh, father-in-law's house, the Andrew Lowe house, which is open for visitors. Um, the church where she was christened, married, and her funeral was held is here. Uh, Juliet's uh, grave, of course, is in Savannah, which girls can visit. Um, a whole host of things. And there is a brochure on our website on the visit section that really gives you a list of those things and even has a map so it can uh, guide you around. Everything pretty much in Savannah is walkable, which is lovely too. So uh, you can create your own walking tour. Yeah, that is so awesome. Um, and I, I did get a chance to check out your website and I saw a section sort of talking about the daughters of the house and that you have friendship pins. Could you tell us a little bit more about those? Sure. So we have the official birthplace pin, which is the one we think of as the daughters of the house pin. And that pin is for people who have actually visited the birthplace and taken the tour. That earns that pin for you. Um, and it can be placed on the front of your vest um, or your uniform. And then the friendship pin is the pin that you really buy for someone when you're here and they couldn't make it. So it's the thinking of you wish you were with this pin. Um, and folks can wear that on the front of their uniform for one year and then it's retired to the back after that. Awesome. I love that. Um, do you have any other like patches or anything like specific to the birthplace? I know you guys have a shop there, um, so I'm sure you can earn more like fun patches. Um, do you have badges as, as well? Like, I'm just curious what your shop might look like compared to our council shops. So I have to say our store is beautiful. You should come and see it. Uh, we have all of the things you expect us to have, uh, like pins and patches. Uh, but we also have birthplace specific merch. So you can get uh, mini troops, get t-shirts of the birthplace to wear on their trip, uh, which of course shows your support for the birthplace, but also is all the same colors. So when you're looking for all of your troop members on the street with all the tourists, they're much easier to find, which doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, and we have a whole selection of products that are locally made, uh, made by women owned businesses, sustainable businesses, so some really fun things, uh, beautiful jewelry, books, candles, um, all sorts of things that are either specific to Girl Scouts or Savannah or both. So bring a little spending money when you come. Perfect. I love it. I, I personally, I want to visit this store down there. <laughs> um, could you talk to us a little bit um, about what, if anything, the birthplace does annually to celebrate Juliet Gordon-Lowe's birthday or any other significant events? 
So our events change all the time. Uh, we don't necessarily hold the same events every year. I can tell you that uh, what we are doing this year has not been announced yet, but we will be partnering with our local council to do something exciting. Um, and we look forward next year and every year to hosting events that are great for girls, but also for the community of Savannah. Uh, we try to make sure that we are good museum partners with the folks who live here as well as Girl Scouts. Um, so keep an eye on our social media. Please follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram to, to keep up with, with what's going on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, that wraps it up for today. Um, thank you, Shannon and Chelsea, for joining us um, and giving us a better understanding about Troop Trips and Travel and the Juliet Gordon-Low birthplace. Don't forget, if your troop wants to plan a visit, you need to complete the Troop Trip notification form on gswo.org. Um, and for more information on the Juliet Gordon-Low birthplace, you can visit their website at julietgordonlowbirthplace.org. Um, if you like what you heard today, please give us a like and a five-star rating and tune in next month while we celebrate the month of the entrepreneur. Have a great week. Bye, everyone.